2: Guys, make sure to check out Green Mountain Dental Group if you're for some place to get your teeth cleaned. Also, if you need a job, or if you know anyone who needs a job, Green Mountain Dental Group is hiring. They're looking for an experienced off-manager or bookkeeper. So if that sounds like you, hit that up today. 303-988-0711. Salaried position. You work with group people. You've got great benefits at Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, you can probably get some deals on uh, some teeth. Cleansed, I, I'd have to think so. Uh, check Green Mountain Dental Group today. Of course, if you schedule a cleaning or an exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. And today 303-988-0711. You
3: guys remember back in the day when we did this all the time and we always had Blurry Harrison?
2: He's yeah, back. <laughs> He's back, baby. Blurry, Blurry? Harrison. Harrison has returned. <laughs> Blurry Harrison. <laughs>
3: I also love how frustrated he gets.
0: <laughs> it's we we remember like we spent a year where you could be judged wholly on your internet connection.
3: I was judged
2: quite thing. harshly for a long time there. I was judged quite <laughs> no, harshly. I thought it so was fair though. <laughs> My internet when I moved in, and I haven't had any problems until these last two nights. When we've jumped on these. calls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You're going to want to use promo code DNVR when you sign up for the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. You get in on all the action. And what better time than right now with the Super Bowl? Oh. Super Bowl Sunday coming up on Sunday. The single best, I feel like the point of Super Bowl Sunday is to gamble. That's right. 100%. Yeah, I, I think
0: so too. It's for uh, gambling and commercials, and um, that's right. I don't right. want to be, wanna be <laughs> sold anything, so gambling it is. <laughs>
3: it's it's a great day to gamble. It's a great day to do a bunch of stuff. Um, today's episode of the show, I got the full squad here. I've got Brennan Vote. This is not live, but we're that's still weird. doing we're still doing that like the, the stuff that we got. We got D. It's for the audience, the audio audience. Yeah. We got D line over here. You guys know him as Eric.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we it's now incumbent upon all of us to. Entertain the theater of the mind. So, Brandon, I, with that, I say, with that, I say, that's a pretty see-through shirt I you're
3: wearing. Hey, no, <laughs> I, you're lying. And then the man with the wind in his hair and the internet connection that blows. It's Harrison Wind.
2: Hi <laughs> hi oh, He's
3: frozen. <laughs> oh my god. We're back. I've judged him harshly as a person again. So today's show, we're going to talk about the Nuggets had practice today. Um, the first in a long time and the last for a long time. Uh, they got a practice in and we're going to talk about what things happened at that kind of the sense we got from talking to everybody. It was kind of an interesting. I feel like it was an eventful uh, practice. Then a little bit later on the show, we're going to talk about Jared Dudley has a book out and he slanders our boy. He straight up slanders Nikola Jokic in it. And so we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, later in the show, maybe the meat, as, as we say, the meat on the bone, to use Brennan Votes' words. We're going to preview the month of Febu- February.
0: Is it February or February? I think everybody commonly says February. Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know what the correct It's, fe- it's <laughs> February, February. <laughs> you may remember, like you can reference every time you've ever heard it pronounced your entire life.
3: I can't, I can't remember. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, this month we're going we're gonna to preview that and just talk about what we expect for the Nuggets and kind of play a game of over-under. But first, Harrison, there was practice today. You were on the Zoom call, as was I. The, my number one note for your
2: first note right off the bat, Jamal Murray, chipper. Yeah. Very Extremely chipper. Extremely chipper. The most, most chipper anybody's ever been on a post-practice Zoom call this year, I think. Wouldn't you
3: agree? I, it was definitely the most chipper he's been. I mean, I feel like there's some guys come in a lot with a lot of energy, but today he to seemed like he was in a great mood. I think these days off have done wonders yep, for him. That's what I was gonna say. That looks like a man who needed an extra day off. And Isn't it's been I, sunny. Like Colorado has been gorgeous lately. I mean, maybe it's just good vibes. You know, what am I doing? That's
2: like? I I'm miserable. And, and, and then I asked Jim Murray how he's feeling physically. If after the two days off he feels any If his injury feel better, and he pretty much just said, "Oh, I'm still hurt," we might not be
3: able to do it today. Harrison, you might have to restart or something. He's so he gets so mad; he just left the chat because he was so frustrated. Does he have to
4: do reads? Oh,
0: Oh, does he have to do reads? The man with the delay in his feed.
3: Oh, no, it's too bad. Um, no, he was. He was very chipper today. Um, he had a couple interesting quotes. Uh, we're going to talk about those in a little bit, because first I want to get to Michael. It's funny. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, upbeat. You saw the videos out of practice today and photos. Everybody looked like they were in great moods with the Nuggets. I feel like there's a great vibe around. Then you talk to Michael Malone. Not in a great mood today. <laughs> For whatever reason, very great. It's like he just, I'm telling you, he does, he is the contrarian. Like he sees the team is a little too loose. He tightens up.
4: He sees the team tighten up. He gets loose. But Today, I felt like he was a little bit, uh, a little bit short, a little bit terse. He did say though, he did say it was a great practice, great energy in the building, a good day to be in the building. And so you could sort of see that permeate the other guys we talked to, but you're right. He After Jamal, I was like, oh, it's loose today. I might uh, uh, I might throw my camera back on. Then Malone the comes on, you're like, nope, camera back on. Camera right back back on. on. Never um,
0: too high, never to too low, that you got to keep the, 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 the ship right on that line.
4: So,
3: the big story, and everybody was talking about this today in the Nuggets world, the big story today that Jokic you know, was asked about, Mike Michael Malone compared him to LeBron James. And I actually get what he said. I think what Malone was saying when he compared him is actually important. Talking about the way in which Jokic controls the game, and LeBron does as well. I think there's very few players that e- exert the level of control that LeBron, Jokic, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, that might be the entire. I, I don't know. Am I missing anybody? I don't know if there's any any other player that just seems to, not saying they always win, but they just control what happens on the court to that degree.
4: Even Giannis goes through times when you get the ball out of right. his hands or Scott Curry or Kevin Durant. Yeah, maybe Harden too, you'd throw it. I agree. I mean, that was the big thing with Jokic in the playoffs for me was like, wow, it looks like he's figured it out even further. Right. A game looks even slower and then even more so this year.
3: Yeah, and so that I think was the comparison. And then, of course, it, it is asked of Jokic, "What do you think of that comparison?" And he had this the best answer, saying, "Well, he's not as fast as I am. I guess, but <laughs> doesn't jump, jump as I
4: He also say he might be getting, uh, might be get- slowing down. He's getting older. Oh. <laughs> incredible stuff. Jokic yeah. is like
3: genuinely funny. Like I know, I, I know it's I always know. a bit this that, but he's actually also funny.
0: Yeah, like, like it really. Uh, I mean, how lucky that his last name was so seamlessly turned into the joker and he actually is funny <laughs> like what if he was like a, just a humorless joker yeah
4: it came in waves like first he laughed at it then he dismissed it right like oh guys like this is the best i'm joking this is the best player in the league but then he stopped himself uh, but then he stopped himself and he said but maybe there are some similarities maybe the way we both affect our teammates and i think he i think he left it at that um but that's getting at what you were just articulating adam which i think is the lebron comp and of course uh anyone who doesn't know the context of what we're talking about furious that we just compared Jokic and lebron james but that i think in that way they are in fact similar but i also want to just say one thing like i i don't care about
3: we're not over there's you can't overstate Jokic anymore like is he as good as lebron of course he doesn't have the career or this or that but now you get to a point where it's like hey Jokic knows that to win a championship, he has to go to battle with the best. This isn't a matter of like, well, I'm not as good as him, but maybe we get like, like, no, like now they're at the right. point where it's like, he's never proven it of uh, the stages that LeBron has. He doesn't have the tracker. he doesn't have this, but guess what? This is 2021. And he is in that short list of 10 best players, five, whatever you want to say. And that means for the Nuggets to win, it has to be mano mono. Imano. He's going to have to go up there and be the best player in a series that features LeBron. And I think without being cocky I just think he sort of accepts that now right yeah yeah the
0: the the evolution of Jokic as you say like it is interesting like he just wouldn't ever I mean you it was hard to imagine him just being like all right fine like games on my back let's go um like a LeBron and um
1: right um, absolutely
0: we've seen it many many times this year uh we didn't see it in the playoffs a ton, because we had Jamal working, you know, just as hard as he was. And this season, it's been a one man show. It's, it's right. really felt like what LeBron does bring to his team. So, I mean, you can, you can like, the, the, as far as style of play, no similarities, but <laughs> as far as like the way that they affect the team, like, just like you're saying, like, I, I, mean, I can see it.
3: Well, style of play. It's just in that like both of them want to make the right play sure. more often than not. I think LeBron, especially, you know, has kind of learned how to like take over, one on one, when he needs right. and Jokic, I think this year has shown that that sk- that trait. Yeah. But both guys would prefer just to break the defense and find the the finisher. It doesn't always have to be. Yeah, that yeah.
0: Le- LeBron is like he brings so much force to the equation. That, well, like, yes, of so course. Much, you know, I mean, it, right. Whereas Jokic <laughs> will do it more when he's like stationary and like will allow things to happen around him. Like with LeBron, it's like you have to fear him just deciding he's going to put his head down and get to the rim and then you know passing lanes open up and uh, you know what's funny though
3: what you're talking about here is we're talking about athleticism but I'm this conversation happens all the time in the NBA like Jokic is a super athlete I know it sounds funny because he doesn't run fast or jump high but guess what he is incredibly strong incredibly big and like in ways that LeBron is not LeBron's big for a wing but one of the things about Jokic, and you hear this from opponents all the time, is it's just like he's, he's just awesome. so big. Like we yeah. try to put Bam Adebayo on him, who's like a super athlete and this or that, but he's just too little. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, and it's funny because if we looked at sumo wrestlers, those guys are incredible athletes in their own right, but they're just in a very narrow way. And I think Jokic honestly <laughs> he's is an under is yeah. <laughs> a sumo wrestler. He's an underrated athlete. Like I his agree. physical I, traits are underrated in how they serve him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would never discount his. Um, ability i mean for me it's like his body control in a way and you're right like just how massive he is but lebron adds a a, a speed element to where he'll like right. get a head of steam going and like he'll he'll you know bring uh the the defense bend the defense that way and, and Jokic just just a lot more plotting about it which
4: is impressive mm-hmm. but, but Jokic acknowledging you know that he has that effect on his teammates too i mean that's like as close as he gets to saying, and I'm one of those dudes, I'm that dude. And so it's extremely modest. And if you hear the audio, even more so. But the truth is, there that's like a little piece in a larger picture of Jokic starting to embrace and admit to himself who he is and w- what's required of him now.
3: I think I think there's just no doubt about that at this point, which is partly why this upcoming game is so interesting, because we've talked about it a lot with Yoke about how he's sort of figured out just about everybody. I mean, he hasn't played some of the Eastern Conference guys. like He hasn't played and beat enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, he's solved and beat or whatever. But, you know, he certainly hasn't you have never really gotten the feeling that he's shut down by anybody. The only player is a little bit Anthony Davis. And that's why I'm I'm so curious for this matchup to see if Jokic can go out there and, you know, impose his will in a way that is just a little bit better than what we've seen in the past, because that would be meaningful um, or at least interesting for us for a regular season game. I'm not saying the pressure is on him to do that tomorrow night, but it is something I'm kind of curious for. I mean, I don't, I, can he have 30 points tomorrow night? Can he have 35? I don't know. Yeah. The, the,
4: the AD breakthrough game is one of sort of the last kind of regular season steps you're waiting for him to clear. Right. And is it different? Is it different? Is this year's, you know, we talked a little bit with Malone today about comparing this year's Lakers team to last. I I think they're a little less big, physical, strong. I mean, no JaVale, no Dwight Howard, more specifically, how does that affect Jokic's matchup with Anthony Davis in LA? He still had a hard time against this guy, you know, more often than not. Um, But I'm curious, too. I don't know if I'm expecting it. But every time these guys match up, that's that's like the top thing I'm looking for at this point. Well, Mm -hmm.
3: let's let's hold off on that for one second and take our first break, because on the other side, I do want to talk about that. Dwight, um, JaVale, those guys are gone. Gasol is in. uh, Montrezl Harrell's in. How does that affect things? And also a key detail from Jared Dudley's latest book. I didn't even know he had a book, but stories inside the bubble. Dudley on Dudley. Dudley and, Dudley, and he has an interesting detail in there about you. But first, let's take our, a quick break here.
4: All right, cool. Let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery, <laughs> the official beer of DNVR. Have you heard about their juice drop? It's a delicious new beer from Breck. You can find it using the Breck beer locator. What does that do? It tells you where the nearest Breck brew, what kind of Breck brew you want is. Down to the 10th of a mile. Very specific. Check that out. Uh, also check out Breck Brew's Farmhouse. And if you use code DNVR, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. If you use code DNVR, you can save $5. Off that delicious food and drink, call 303 803 1380 to call that farmhouse. Use code DNVR.
0: I, I can see how you almost got that wrong. We've been only that's been the offer for
4: <laughs> nine months. <laughs> There's DNVR 10, DNVR 20, uh, yeah. take over Denver 5. Um, okay, <laughs> MSU Denver Online, guys. MSU Denver Online is one of the premier places to get your education online, they've been doing this for a long time so as a lot of sort of you know businesses places where you can get your education are pivoting towards this msu denver's got this thing down uh super engaged teachers extremely responsive to emails questions concerns they're committed to getting you in virtual classrooms with teachers who have experience in the professional world uh, puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life that's never been more important than now don't decide between convenience safety, any of that. Keep the gears turning. Uh, Get your education with MSU Denver online.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like Harrison Wind. Being an in-person podcaster, trying to shift to being an online podcaster, um, just not—he's not built for it. it. He's not built for it.
3: What a bummer! He really was like half the show I was planning on today. So, uh, Harrison, I'm going to need your uh, your insights from today's practice a little bit, a little bit more thorough here. Eric, um, no. So, Jared Dudley has a book. Oh crap! Let me pull these up because this is in our group chat here. So, Jared Dudley has a book, and. Let me just read the excerpt that pertains to Denver. Oh, my God. When the Denver series comes along, Dwight is the difference. Denver comes in as the dark horse, a young team that people think is going to sneak up on everyone. First of all, nobody's saying this. Like, <laughs> rewriting the story already. Like literally,
0: nobody <laughs> pick Denver to beat the Jazz, the Clippers, the, the Lakers. The Lakers like, none we, of it. We made Fraud City because <laughs> of the... <laughs>
3: So, all right whatever. I mean, win. don't look back. not have a good story like They've got Nikola Jokic who everyone is talking about all season like again like what?
0: <laughs> Our entire lives are built off of the idea that no one talks about Nikola Jokic or the Nuggets. The, Nuggets. Uh, the beloved Nuggets stroll with this King, year, Jokic. Yeah, yeah. King Jokic.
2: King Jokic's awesome.
0: favorite
3: to win the title. Wait a second. And we, everybody was saying we had no chance. Uh, a rangy big man with incredible <laughs> passing skills. How many times is Jokic described as rangy, by the way? It's like the default, like descriptor. <laughs> Which, right away, what yeah. does it mean in this context? It's a great question, rangy. He's, <laughs> He's got range. He's, He's got a lot of lot range.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
3: Uh, a rangy big man with incredible passing skills. Jokic is huge, strong, smart, and hard to defend. Jokic is blowing through people all year, and it's a big part of why Denver's becoming a trendy pick. But when he meets the white Howard thing, things (laughs) change. I don't want to use the word scared, but you see a marked difference between the Jokic that shows up when McGee is defending him. First of all, throwing McGee under the bus here. McGee is defending him, and when De- Dwight is defending him, Jokic starts to fall apart. As Dwight pushes him around down low and stays in his grill, Jokic starts making small mistake, mistakes, picking up fouls, committing turnovers. Dwight gets to him and is the key to us winning that series. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. This,
0: is this is the worst thing I've ever
3: uh, heard. So here's, uh, can I? I'm, oh, go ahead, Eric. You had something. Go forward.
0: Well, I, I mean, I. I who is reading Jared Dudley's book that doesn't know all of this already? <laughs> this last. This was this last year's, year's championship. <laughs> this is why you go to the Lakers,
3: man. It's like, you could literally just like a collection of tweets that you already read for free. Like, I'm, I'm going to collect like, them. I'm saying that Jared it. Dudley's like,
0: you know, I I really fancy myself. I'm I'm sort of the Walt Whitman. I'm a, I paint a, a beautiful. I need to paint a beautiful picture so that everybody understands yeah. the context. Like well, you yeah. could just been like, "Hey, man! In last year's finals, yeah. Dwight had this like insane, ridiculous, flowery lead up.
4: Can you imagine if Greg Whittington tried to write a book? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, inside the
3: bubble last year. Oh, um, or no? Who Who was? Who was that? Uh, Noah. What was his name? Noah Vonley? <laughs> Noah Vonley. Like, yeah, no, right. like writing a book. That's like, hey, guys, I was inside the bubble. Who wants to hear the behind-the-scenes the story? story behind, behind two comebacks.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Six-hour naps. The story of... <laughs>
3: um. So, here's... I'm going to... People are going to get really mad at me for saying this. Oh, so the reason this is so annoying is because there's a tiny bit of truth in this. Now, I don't think Jokic was scared of Dwight. I don't yeah. think that Dwight, like dominated Jokic in this like, oh, he can't solve him. But I do think Jokic got very frustrated with him, got frustrated with how he was being officiated, got frustrated with how physical Dwight was allowed to be to him. And ended up making mistakes, which included fouls, included turnovers, included taking himself out of the game. That part I think is absolutely true.
0: Yes, D- Dwight Howard was sent out as a hitman on Nikola Jokic. <laughs> he wasn't scared of him. It was just like, <laughs> and it's, I, it's like, are you are you scared uh, of the fact that you get punched in the stomach over and over? He's like, uh, no, it,
4: it hurts. Like, yeah, just would not... like for it to stop. <laughs> no,
0: wait, no, hold
3: on. As much as I think it feels good to play the victim card here, I do think there's something to like Jokic. Look, this is what basketball is all about. This is what the playoffs are about. You learn really tough lessons. And I do think Jokic has been more focused, more calm. I mean, he didn't have the one technical, right? But, he, but he's been more focused, more, more calm, and just seemingly more like, the guys aren't going to get under my skin or whatever. And I do wonder if there was a bit of reflection from him this summer about like, Yo, man, my nature is he not? My nature is to get right. pissed into that, and I wonder if he's channeling
4: it in a way that is more useful. Well, I'd be surprised if that wasn't a conversation that Michael Malone had with him at some point. You know, hey, like I've got to find a way to talk to these guys to get you the calls you deserve. You need to be able to play your game, okay. right? As he said today. But at the end of the day, like what you know, the challenges that's thrust on you as a best player is adapting to these things and and staying. I think. You know, when I've talked about Jokic having less than stellar games and then even though the stats look good, often what I'm talking about is he's taken himself out of the game. He's playing – his matchup is now with the referees, right? right, and not his opponent and not the flow of the game. And I thought that was pretty prevalent in that Lakers series. So it's it's absolute, even more so than like, oh, any one player locked him down. It was Dwight successfully convinced him the matchup was now with the referees, and I thought it was a turning point in the series
0: yeah it, it's funny because i mean i guarantee Jokic and his and michael malone have had this conversation eight bazillion times like, you think there's yeah, a question like, to ask just about we've he's talk- addressed it before where it's like yeah we, we've talked about like he can't take these stupid fouls he's so important to us blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can have conversations like that uh, every day all day but Jokic grew up over the summer. He got married. Jokic like really made a an internal change and it like something flipped in him. And he started to, you know, maybe about uh getting so close to the to the ultimate goal that he didn't even necessarily realize he had for himself and um seeing like how mm-hmm. far away he actually was from it still, even being so close. Um, you know, at a certain point you just you wake up and you're an adult and um, I just think that that's so hitting for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, please look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold your breath. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm obviously not talking from experience here, but um, Jokic just, he just hit a, a level of maturity in the off season and through the bubble. And, oh. you know, it's just really hard to see.
3: And I, the way you put it, makes it sound like it was maybe just this summer. But w- w- correct me if if I'm I'm wrong. But I feel like this has been a couple year process. I mean, it's really a lifetime process. But a couple year <laughs> life, process. Life right? is a
0: spectrum. Yes,
3: it is a spectrum. But I mean, a couple year process that this summer maybe was like the final, like it, it was exponential. Like it's a long time coming. But it does yes. feel like it's it, the biggest leap has come between the end of the bubble and now.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, didn't you, you, you're a married man. Didn't you feel like you weren't different immediately afterwards, but it was like, wow. Okay. Like this is one of life's markers. Like I have, you know, it's like having a bat mitzvah or something. <laughs> like, today, yeah, like- I'm a man, <laughs> but there, you know, it just, uh, you know, it's, you don't, you don't change the second uh, when you, your head hits the pillow, but there is something about like, Oh, right. Like, perspective has been gained like i'm I, you know uh,
3: there definitely was like this is maybe oversharing personally, here, but
0: there, <laughs> there definitely
3: was the feeling of like i was with my wife you know my now wife for so long and it's like well i don't want to get married so i feel like i have my shit together and then just like you know 24 25 let's start getting my shit together i'm like you know what i just need to get married and then you're right it does like almost force you to be like right. well, okay it's never gonna be perfect but now i do need to uh start start gathering some moss as as the saying goes um so i I, that's what i found interesting about jared dudley he's certainly putting as you put it some flowery language on this he's he's rewriting some details here about the 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 the, the nugget the bully nuggets who rolled into town and everybody was talking about them like he definitely what a hero's journey journey. it's so funny he can't write the thing that was like you know we were heavy favorites from the moment (laughs) that LeBron forced Anthony Davis into the Lakers organization. He's like, let
0: me set the scene for everyone. Uh, Forces were at play. Capitalism was something uh, (laughs) that was part of uh... (laughs) it. Wow, Jared Dudley, we're all impressed.
3: It's also like the story is really like we're watching the Nuggets beat the Clippers. And in game seven, we're like, oh, we got this. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> we're worried to play Kawhi Leonard. Like, we could guard LeBron. But, you no. Know. Um, so, anyway, I do think there, there is still, in my opinion, some truth to the idea of Jokic and, and Dwight Howard. And I think to this day, Dwight really frustrates Jokic. He's so many things Jokic is not. And Jokic is so many things he is not. And it's just like, I think, a personal thing. But he's not there anymore. Now they've got Mark Gasol, who's much more like Jokic. Like yes. Mark Gasol and Jokic are very similar. They got Montrez Harrell, who we've already like that. The case is closed on that one. Like Montrez Harrell's mom will tell <laughs> you that know, like he can't guard that he can't guard Jokic. And then they've got Anthony Davis. Vote. How do you feel like that trio is equipped just to handle specifically Jokic?
4: Um. Well, but not as well as last season. And I mean, like Harrell being there instead of Dwight is a massive swing factor in my opinion. And mm-hmm. I. You know already, I think across the regular season, but even more specifically in in a playoff series with Denver, do I I think LeBron and AD could optimize Harrell both under the floor? Yes, right. Like it's a different scenario than him being the really the only big man in with the Clippers. But it's a difference, man. Like Jared Dudley himself, the Jared Dudley just highlighted Dwight as the X factor. He's gone. You replace him essentially with a guy who's arguably the worst suited dude to match up with Jokic in the league. Uh, It's a plus for Denver.
0: What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, uh, did Anthony Davis ever actually check Jokic in the the series? It was always those. It was typically somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually like, as I'm thinking about this, this feels like Jokic is going to go off. Like, I don't know who Mm. they have that can like legitimately guard him. Marcus All. But can he anymore? I mean, Marcus All has he's. A, an incredibly skilled guy, but he has lost a step. I mean, you can't say that he hasn't. Um, I, I have a hard time imagining that Jokic won't be able to absolutely handle him.
3: So I think it's the combination. So Utah's strategy in this last game was the same thing. Let's put our shot blocker off ball, let him roam. And let's put our sm- undersized power forward on Jokic. Well, if you replace that undersized power forward with Marcus all, who's now like very good. You're right. That if there was no Anthony Davis, I think Jokic could take him pretty well. If there was no Marcus all, I think he could take, whoever else they, they, you know, mantras Harold pretty well, but the combination of it, like, okay, you're just going to have to work to get around Marcus Gasol. And Marc sure. smart, knows the angle, knows how to funnel him. And I think that's the thing that makes it at least interesting. I, I'm just intrigued sure. to see how it all plays out and, and what it does. One thing about, that is that it does allow for Denver to play Denver's strength versus their strength is okay. Denver likes to play big. They like to play traditional power forward next to him, even though it's a stretch version of that. And I think you're allowed to get away with that during, you know, with these lineups. So there is a little bit of playing into each side of this, but at the end of the day, Man.
4: <laughs> I, I mean, I still don't think it's a good matchup for Jokic right. and, you know, because presence, you know, take us all over McGee all day long, but swapping out Dwight with Harrell, I think, helps. It's, man,
0: yeah. I don't know, man. I think I might be uh, placing a hefty bet on Jokic points. <laughs> it's always a safe bet, though. You know, like betting on. Well, Jokic I just mean, like this especially here. feels like uh, this. This has swung heavily in, in Jokic's favor.
3: Another thing with the the Lakers is their half court offense hasn't been fantastic. They're great in transition and they're phenomenal defensively. And so, you're the key is to not turn the ball over and to get back on in transition, which in the playoffs, I think Denver does a nice job. I and mean, that, that's serious. It sucks that it was only a five game series. It was a competitive, the first four games of that were extremely competitive. Sure, yeah. And I thought if you just, you know, Obviously, Anthony Davis hits that shot. You cut out that that one shot, Denver 2-2, and I think you would have looked at that series and said, these teams look pretty even. Right. Of course, the Lakers at the end had the most adjustments, and LeBron finally got it going in the fourth quarter of, of game five to close the door. But you know, I didn't think it was that far removed, in part because Denver did a great job of getting back in transition, forcing them into the half court, and then it's like, hey, we're going to make this an ugly, ugly game on both, both sides, and it, that worked in Denver's favor as well. Um, Jamal Murray. You know, his matchup, you look at their strength on the other side, Anthony Davis, obviously, and then LeBron James. And then they just have a bunch of role players. Like, all their other guys offensively just catch and shoot. Kuzma does a little bit of shake, but not much. So, defensively, you know, they have some guys. But I feel like this is a game Jamal Murray needs to – it's a great game for him to sort of get going, but it's also one that Denver just doesn't win without Jamal Murray being. Right. One of the, I would say, maybe three best players on the court. Is that fair? To I mean, it's LeBron, Anthony Davis, Jokic – and then Jamal Murray, like he needs to be one of the three best of those four.
4: I think so, especially because you know, historically this hasn't been a great Jokic matchup. So he's gotta be that fourth best player. Um, I think he's gotta be shot ready, shot willing. Like from yeah. deep, you know, it's it's Jamal. I, had some luck like turning corners. He found some burst in the bubble that I hadn't seen from him prior finishing at the rim around some of the, these rim protectors in ways I'm not, you know, we're not really used to seeing in the regular season with him a little banged up, like LA still a big team to try to go and score inside and, and turn corners and drive. So, I mean, he's going to need to be affected with the outside shot He's going to sure. need to be willing.
0: Yeah. I, listening to his little excerpt from his uh, <clears throat> um, presser today was, Made me feel like this is something he's actually motivated for also, like just saying in general, like, you know, they love me in L.A. Um It means something to him to go up against them. I mean, you know, ever since the, the Lonzo Balls, right. like he's been a little bit of a villain to those guys and just to the city. So I think that, you know, I think that that's actually something that motivates Jamal also just being. Uh, You know, hated like being a foil. I think that, that that's something that's part of his personality.
3: He did mention it today, yeah. Like he he does. You can tell he just revels in that. Like, and it's kind of funny because if yes, Laker fans are like, oh, because you beefed with Lonzo. Yeah, we got rid of him. We we don't <laughs> <he laughs> want
0: a title. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. yeah. like, yeah. he, he literally got over that. Man. Like this you one. think you had beef with Lonzo?
3: <laughs> My Lakers are so funny, man. Because for so long it was like, oh, I can't wait till these guys are all good and old oh, <laughs> turns out they all are like, all gone and they're just like over it. Like whatever. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine like trading Jokic and then just being like, you know what? I never really loved it. It's would be so weird. Um, the other guy, obviously, that we have to talk about is Michael Porter. Um, so I was thinking about this. We've been wanting Michael Porter to start. We're going to talk about that in the third segment here after this, but tomorrow would be a really rough game to say, hey, Mike, you ready to come on up to the big leagues? You got LeBron. Don't you feel like that'd be kind
0: of unfair, Eric? Oh, it'd be terrible. That would be an absolute... That was... Um... I mean, that was one of the series where they were just targeting Michael Porter Jr. We, we like, really saw his his shortcomings. Like, (laughs) why, like even when he can score, it's like, oh my God, like the teams are just completely changing what they're doing to target him specifically. So that would be an absolute disaster. I can't agree with you anymore. I'm looking for the matchup that I feel like a lot of people have been talking about on the streets, which is Michael Porter Jr. versus Kyle Kuzma. Uh,
3: uh, (laughs) I don't want that to be a matchup. I'd like to see Michael Porter play, but if it becomes that it's those two, then that's (laughs) going wrong for me. But vote tomorrow just one do you see him starting do you want him to start but also just what impact does he need to have for the nuggets to have a
4: chance and, and to get the win i don't see him starting i do want him to start um tomorrow you want him to start yeah i i do and look these are the games he's going to be starting in the playoffs uh, and he actually did already last. so yeah. sort of by default but you want him to get ready for these and you want you know the good players do a good job and mike's been fairly transparent about like you play a great player, you want to go home and reflect on that. Like, why did I just get my ass kicked? How do I have to get better? What does it look like to be that dude? Because that's what MPJ wants to be. So I think you have to play him in these games. Um, that said, I think he's going to come off the bench. You do. I do. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think I would I think Malone just goes with Monte again. Um, and then so at which point you need MPJ to have a big game off the bench, of course. I mean, that goes without saying you, you need 20 points from the kid.
0: Yeah, Michael Malone already showed his hand. Like, he wants to have Monte Morris go to the starting unit. He that was against check. Detroit, though. Well, I don't know. I, I He doesn't typically uh, –
3: They know, had practice. Mon- it
0: could have just been wait for a it's practice. You, 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 you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I feel like I feel like at a certain point, like, when you make an adjustment like that, you want at least to see how it plays out.
3: I think Michael Porter starts tomorrow. That's my prediction. Oh, I love it. I, love I, it. Yeah. I predict he starts tomorrow, and it's one of those things where, you know, I hope his teammates are behind him. Like, hey, man, it's just a game. You got the toughest assignment in the world. Go out there, and just punch <laughs> back, you know, have and, fun and have
4: fun. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. And then, hey you know. man, shoot back! Like in the playoffs, That's so the true. LeBron, you know. And he just wrote, remember transition. He yeah. with LeBron just shoot back, bro.
3: Why not? And this is what I want to see from this Nuggets team, too, by the way. And I feel like we saw it last year, right before the All-Star break, one of the best, you know, went to overtime, Nuggets-Lakers, and Jamal Murray did go off in that game. Jokic actually was the one that was a little bit up and down in the second half. But do you remember Monte Morris, like, looking at LeBron or something, like, staring him down during a timeout? People were all like, oh, you never do that. I I loved it, and I want to see more of it, because Denver's not going to beat the Lakers through, like, bows and curtsies. Right, we are gonna beat them by punching them in the mouth yeah like hey uh, don't
0: don't look lebron (laughs) nobody look lebron in the eye (laughs) dear (laughs) lebron may we please be champions as well is (laughs) that all right (laughs) if it carries your favor sir
3: (laughs) and uh so a healthy appreciation or respect but you know a healthy competitiveness i'm excited for it i do feel like it's Got a little bit more mustard on the hot dog tomorrow. Um, a little more meaning, and a Oops. win would feel a little extra, extra good. A loss would feel a little extra bad. <laughs> let's take our uh, let's take our last break on the other side. We're going to preview the month of February with some over unders. Over Michael Porter said
0: February,
3: my February. <laughs> shut up. Over <laughs> under seven and a half assists for Yokes. We got a bunch of cool ones here. Uh, we'll do that to close out the show.
4: Hey, if you've never tried the rich CBD infused Strava craft coffee, you can use code DNVR20 and save 20% off your first order. CBD infused, what does that mean? Non-euphoric, you're not gonna get high like THC, but you might notice some effects such as reduced anxiety, reduced IBS. It's a great way to still get that coffee in the morning because you need that jolt, you need that energy, but if you're like me, the second or third cup, you start to get a little anxious, no better way to counteract that than with the CBD infused Strava Coffee. So use DNVR 20 to save 20% off your first order or punch DNVR 20 in when ordering your subscription you'll get 20% off each shipment. What is that subscription service? You can choose how often, what flavor, and what dosage is sent to you, whether that's two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. So head over to StravaCraftCoffee.com, use code DNVR20 for 20% off. You, you keep saying
0: non-euphoric. I, I can't disagree any stronger. It's non-psychoactive. <laughs> non-psychoactive. Nothing, makes me, nothing makes me more euphoric than drinking a delicious cup of Strava Craft well, That's I true. Mean, There's a lot of things
3: that are euphoric that are not psychoactive. <laughs> They're not I don't know where I I I say say most, gag, most things okay. are not
0: Most things that are euphoric are non-psychoactive.
3: <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, if every product you had to explain whether or not it was euphoric? Honking. <laughs> 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 Do they look
4: euphoric to you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings uh, UFC 257 surely gave the fans the show they were looking for this weekend is sure to be just as action packed DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of UFC is putting you at the center of this week's ti- this weekend's title fight with 100 to 1 odds on your chosen fighter to step mm. out of the octagon raising the belt pick either a main event fighter to win this weekend's UFC 258, 258 bout and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds That's $1 bet on either fighter to reign victorious. And if your fighter wins, you will cash $100. No better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. That's code DNVR to turn $100 into $100 on the main event Saturday night for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All
3: right, guys, back here, final segment. We're going to preview the month of February. February. February, and the Nuggets have have 13 games, 13 games in the month, and let's rattle off how they go. They've got at Los Angeles, they're in L.A., they're at Los Angeles, at Sacramento, a house of horrors. By the way, that Sacramento game, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which is always dumb. which means it's another like where they only get the, the day and a half off before going there. But, and Jokic was asked about this quite a bit today, it is going to be shown. It's like a premier game in Europe. It's basically the TNT of European games. So all of Europe is going to be watching legally instead of illegally this weekend. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool for whatever reason. So we got that at Los Angeles, at Sacramento. Then you come home for a five-game homestand that includes Milwaukee, Cleveland, Oklahoma City, and then the Lakers again on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Tell your loved ones where you're. (laughs) you're, 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 You've got plans already. You've already got a date. It's Um, Michelle's birthday too. Oh, fantastic! Already married to this game, baby. Already married to it, baby. (laughs) So the thing about it, that schedule, just that I said so far, is all of those games occur every other day which I feel like maybe is a benefit. We'll talk about that in a second, but there's no back-to-backs and there's no two days off. Then you go up to a fight. So after a five game homestand, you go on a five game East coast road trip at Boston, actually four game at Boston, at Washington on the second night of a back-to-back, then at Charlotte at Atlanta. Then you come home, you've got Portland and Washington at home. Then you go on the road for one last game at Oklahoma city. That's the month of February. So, I feel like kind of a favorable schedule, not necessarily in like, you know, playing every other day is going to be interesting, but there's a lot of just teams that on a neutral site, which these games kind of feel like neutral site games. Right, right. Neutral site, Denver should be better than a lot of them. As you look at that, Brendan, I, what, what stands out to you? Before we tell you what, what, win or, or loss, what kind of stands out to you about this upcoming schedule?
4: Um, well, the very number one game that I actually have circled is, is neither of these Lakers games. It's the Kings Ooh. game. Um, because as Jeez. you just said, sort of the Saturday, you know, that, that matinee Europe highlight also last time the Nuggets played in a matinee slot. Was it the jazz game on Sunday? Right. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't recall that well, folks. Yeah. Uh, and the Nuggets are two for win over Sacramento, but I agree with your larger point. This is a winnable stretch of games. If you can steal one, maybe two of these, these three games with the Celtics and the Lakers, I, I think you're in great shape. I think you're in great straight shape for a good stretch here.
2: You
3: Eric, know, like, the playing every other day thing to me, I feel like rhythm is such a big part of basketball and just getting to like day on, day off, game day, day off, game day, day off. It's getting that rhythm to me feels like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like it. I feel like it's a positive for Denver in this month.
0: Well, especially when you're talking about travel, right? Like having yeah. a day to just sort of like get – into a place and then get on get you know sort of wind down and um but i agree with you like just i i feel like the the professional athlete is a lot like um you know like the that uh, i was about to say the dog but uh maybe that's the wrong analogy but you just like you just like <laughs> that's why i was, I was vi- like violently searching like you just like rhythm like you you don't like to think about like anything other than your craft like having a rhythm like having things you know like not being distracted by a lot of things i think that's why we saw a lot of players like really bloom in the bubble like you just got to understand like being able to not worry about a lot of things that were uh, just ancillary to what it is your mission was. and You just you right. travel, you play. You tra- yeah, I, I think there's a lot to what you're saying.
3: It's also kind of funny that we're like, oh, that's a road trip, guys. But well, they just went on the road, and that's when they were at their best. <laughs> they had their best stretch just now <laughs> being on the road. And they're empty arenas for the most part. So, you know, really might be one of those things where it's low distraction, lots of rest. Perfect. Um, Absolutely. That one plays well.
0: I mean, isn't that what George Carl was saying? that yeah. uh, the road is actually uh, a more favorable environment now, which is yeah.
3: crazy. That's what, he, that's what he said. You guys, by the way, got to check that out, man. A banger, that's a true fun. banger. Keeping it 1,000 podcasts. It's a different podcast feed. Go <laughs> and check that one out. Um, so now we get to so the over-unders. I want to say on this one, eight and a half wins. There's 13 games, eight and a half wins. Are you going over or under? That would be a really good month, I feel. Are you going over that or under that, Eric?
0: Let me look at this.
3: Oh, there was show prep. You guys remember when we talked about this, Brendan, over or under? Well, I, I
4: just I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think over. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I this team too. is, is kind of rolling. Uh, it's We might feel way more so if they had just picked up that win against Detroit right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think momentum is, is carrying them in the right direction. Um, I'm all over this take that what we've seen really so far is, is pretty much close to the floor of a Jokic team. So, uh, look I think they're feeling confident I think they're winning games and I think that's with them playing far from their best basketball so uh, I think they're ready to win win about nine games here
2: yeah,
3: so man. if you look at the games that are a risk to lose you've got at Lakers yeah I would say the games that you would say are like either 50 50 games or your your underdogs in sure Los, at Los Angeles against the Lakers home against the Lakers sure. home against the Bucks, uh, at Boston and then you'd that, that might be it. All the other games I think they're going to come in as a healthy favorite for. Not saying that they're not tough games, like home against sure. Cleveland, that'll be tough. At Sacramento, those will be tough. But those are the games, and I think so. Lakers, Lakers, Milwaukee, Boston. Four games that you look at and say they're probably underdogs or even in those.
0: Man, do, do you remember early in the year when you were looking at the five games ahead and you just couldn't imagine the Nuggets beating any team? <laughs> like, just any, any oh, team man. was like – yeah. This is well. The Nuggets really have their hands full with the whatever team it was, Sacramento. Yeah, you know, when it turns out it was those actually were very difficult for the Nuggets. But it it just goes to show you. I mean, just like the relativity of everything. Like, yes, now looking at this, I'm like, yep, win, 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 win. win, win. <laughs> You know, obviously we're flying high because the Nuggets just turned in one of the best performances that they haven't in a very long time. But it's not a coincidence that they per- turned in a really good performance. They they they've just been trending up and up and up and up their bench is beginning more and more reliable more like players are just understanding their roles and are are fulfilling them and and jokic has just been shining so like at this point in time like i i mean i feel confident in every matchup it's we obviously won't win all of them but i mean over eight and a half absolutely give me that
3: so eight and five, I think eight is probably par for the course. Nine would be like, okay, that's a great run. Seven would feel disappointing, but eight I think is par. And that would get you to 20 and 13 um, heading into March, which is a pretty good record, man. That's, a, that's pretty good, um, all things considered. All right, a couple others here. Over or under five and a half starts for Michael Porter Jr. Five and a half, 13 games, a little less than half of the games in this mm. month chart
4: In the month of Feb? <sighs> yeah, February. Feb- February. <laughs> I'm going to take under. I'm going to take under. I, just, starting? I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what has to happen in my mind to feel really? like alone. will do it. But
3: I know it's sick. so true. It's so true, man. What do you, what do you say? D line?
0: Well, I've, I've always said February. February. Just <laughs> February. <laughs> But um, I think it's going to be under two, man. Like, I don't think he's going to start tomorrow. I'll, I'll have to be see- – like, I'll, I'll, if I see it, I'll believe it. But I just feel like um, Malone is really comfortable with bringing him off the bench. And I
3: think it's more Malone is very uncomfortable with starting
0: him. Than it's well, that he's yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know, he's happy with what he's done to that bench unit, how it made it more, yeah, more dynamic. And, um, you know, I, again, it's just this this goddamn thing that we have to talk about all the time just – it's not who starts the game. It's who finishes the game. Um, and and Malone is absolutely a creature of habit, you know, like whether or not he <laughs> feels like, uh, you know, Michael Porter jr. Needs to be out there. The second the, the ball is tipped is not the same as him saying like, okay, you are going to match up against LeBron down the stretch. Like you are, we're not just going to hide you from him the entire game. Right. So I, I, I think it's low just because Malone is just that way. Um, but I don't think it's, it's going to knock, he's going to have, like low playing minutes or anything. I'm I'm gonna take the over. Um this
3: is me a little bit I'm rolling the dice here. I got positive value (laughs) odds. Plus 150, so I'm taking the over on this one. But I think you should get like plus (laughs) three (laughs) thousand. I I don't know. It's gonna happen sooner or later. And once it does, I just feel like they're gonna stick with it for a while. And you know there's also the the Gary Harris is out, PJ Dozier is out. Any other player gets injured that starting lineup he kind of has to come into (laughs) it. So um, there's a lot of variables that could happen, but I just think it's sooner rather than later. They might have just been waiting for this practice, man. I mean, the plan clearly, it seems, coming into the season was to get him in the starting lineup. Right. They just played what five or six straight with him off coming off the bench. Five straight, I think, coming off the bench. All right, that's enough. You did, you did it. Let's let, let's get back to it. So I'm going over, over or under zero point five player of the week awards for Jokic. He just went two for four mm. in January. Zero point
0: five. Zero point five. Like, does he get? There's, there's a lot of why. players, though, man. Like, it's, yeah. there's only four weeks. <laughs> well, I know it's, it's not going to have players because it's <laughs> not going to happen
3: this week. The Nuggets had a game canceled. There's only two games. Like, in- okay, yeah, yeah. There's only really three weeks he can win this. No, but he's got game. He's got. Oh yeah, that's right. That it's second- going to be hard for me. you would have to have like a dominant two game performance to win it again this week, especially
4: <laughs> be- <if> <laughs> fatigue, casually. will. All right, but if he can so he got the the Bucks on Monday, the Cavs, the Thunder, and then the Lakers to cap off the week. Mm, I like that you're going into the schedule here for this. The Lakers to, to
3: cap off a of three and one or four and a week. I think if you're really looking at it, you're looking at that homestand of Atlanta, Portland, Washington, Oklahoma City. None of those teams have guys that can guard Jokic. Like he could really go off through the, through that stretch in the final week of the of February.
0: You know who's on Portland? Nurkic. I like that he no one can guard him on
4: that. Except he's not. <laughs> I mean, how do you weigh voter fatigue against Jokic being the best basketball player of all time? It's tough. It's tough. Question for the he- philosophers.
0: Here's, a, here's something to consider is that, um, as again, our our, our own, I, you know, my own, George Carl pointed out, uh, is that we've entered the doldrums point of the season where you have to start to question what are motivating a lot of these teams, what are motivating a lot of these players. You have to think that play like teams like Los Angeles are going to be demotivated during this time, looking forward to the playoffs. Jokic seems to be uh, still wanting to prove himself throughout the entire year. So I'm, t- I'm taking that over, baby. Let's go.
3: Um, All right. Well, there we go. Uh, I'm going to go under because I just think it's (laughs) going to be hard. But, you know, there is a chance. I mean, Jokic's playing so high, I feel yucky voting against him. Um, Over or under 7.5 assists per game for Jokic, month of February?
4: I'm going to take under. Yeah, I'm taking under also. Those have been trending down. It's feeling closer to that six, six and a half mark, man, especially like as the offense gets a little bit healthier around him and guys are starting to contribute a little bit. It's less just like Goliath world destroyer Jokic. So I don't know. I'm I'm thinking just as a passer,
3: but that's because his scoring's gone up. Like, I just feel like the pendulum could swing the other way. I mean, he just put up 47, like, Truth. Teams are like, hey, let's dare Jokic let's double, to beat us. Yeah, yeah. And, and two straight weeks in a row, he won Player of the Week because of his scoring. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't dare him to do that. this Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I do wonder what the flip side of that is. You know, the, where people start going, well, you can't let him be you know, start scoring. Make Gary Harris make shots. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I don't still know. Taking under. What about you, Eric?
0: Seven yeah, kind of low too. I'm taking the under. Also, like I, as somebody who watches very closely every single one of Nikola Jokic's assists and counts them with a tally <laughs> like I can tell you that they've gone down quite a bit um just because they were just at an astronomical level early on um so I don't know I I, I don't know I don't know quite how to explain it I mean you say it's cuz the, pa- the the points have gone up but he was scoring a lot of points at the beginning of the season too I I just feel like um I I I can't quite explain. I don't. I just feels like (laughs) I I I can't explain it. It it seems like it's uh it's just the trend that I'm going to continue to follow. I think it's an under. I don't love it, but I. I
3: So Jokic has scored over thirty points six times this season, which is kind of wild in and of itself. But six times, and not once has he gotten into double figure assists on those games take that for what for what you will. Also, over his last five games, he has not broken seven assists. So that's what it really is is the recent history. seven games or five games in a row. Yeah. um, and he hasn't been in double figures for looks like nine yeah. games. So yeah. um the so I'm gonna go over though. these things swing back. they're gonna swing back. <laughs> Denver get some home games. They get Michael Porter back in there, which is always like easier spacing. I think it's gonna happen over or under Denver being ten and a half in defensive rating for the month of February. They finished this last month, I believe, at number 10. So will they be over or under a top 10 and a half defense?
4: By the end of the month or in that month? In that month. In that month. Or the month of February. I'm going to say under. um, Meaning higher. Higher. Worse. Yeah, worse. 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 (laughs) Worse, (laughs) Yep. No no timeline on Gary or PJ. And the overlap of those two guys are just like defest. Those are your best two perimeter defenders. One of yeah. them's your wing, like one of two wings, one and a half wings that you have. So, yeah, yeah it's problematic.
0: Dude, yeah, no Gary just on it in and of itself. Like, that's going to be a big issue. Like, now the Nugget's going to have to really focus more on score, outscoring teams. Um, not that we've been like, a, I mean, th- that's surprising me that we were hit right at the 10. Um, it's been trending up. Yeah, it has. We got the, we got a mega in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think two mega munders in there. Yeah, I think January. that the – what what game was that that was that they had eighty points. What game 80? was the Megamunder? Yeah, what game was that?
3: Was Miami, it? I think. Yeah, that sounds they, right. oh yeah,
0: that's right, Miami, where they they scored like two points and like <laughs> like I, I think that probably helped to skew that that that's that true, quite a bit. That's so I'm gonna fair. I'm gonna say higher than
3: was the other Megamunder against Philly, who also was just decimated. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going higher, too, sadly. Um, over, under, here's a fun one, guys. Two and a half starts for Jermichael Green. Ooh. Two and a half. This could be Millsap rest. Let's, first of all, let me just say something. We saw Millsap on a back-to-back earlier this year. A road back-to-back coming up. There's one. I I do not think he should play that game. I don't even know the circumstances. I think he should sit out that game. Or the front half of it, one of the two.
4: I th- I say under on the start. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he closes almost all of these games. Yeah,
0: you but too. I just yeah. Yep. Uh, again, with the same the same rationale as Michael Porter Jr. Like uh, Malone just sort of likes to keep things the same until he, he's absolutely forced to change them. So um, you know, I don't imagine uh, us going on a big losing streak where he feels like he has to start to tinker with the with the starting lineup. So I'm gonna go under as much as I love my man Jay Mike.
3: I wouldn't mind to see an over. Oh I maybe that maybe that's why guys were taking a little pep in their step today. There's a whole a whole new lineup in town, baby. There's a whole new lineup. Everything's different. Everybody, Jokic is jumping all high in his photos. Murray's like loving the media. It's incredible. Um all right. Over or under 33 minutes for both of each of Jokic and Murray. 33 minutes per game.
4: Per game. Over.
3: It's gonna continue. It's gonna continue.
4: I mean, unless like <laughs> Unless they grow like three extra healthy bodies and, and like Malone has a change of heart, like as a human being, like a fundamental <laughs> shift in philosophy, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be over. I'm going to go next. I think it's under.
3: I think Malone knows like, hey, we needed to establish this healthy baseline. And if they end up losing like three in a row, I think it goes right back. You're right. 40 minutes a night. But assuming that doesn't happen, I think Malone's going to uh, you know, let guys play a little bit more.
0: It, it, this only happens through blowouts. There's no other, yeah. there's no other way that this happens. Like really? You know, there's no way. Like you just watch he he manages his games the same every single
4: time. Yeah. He, there's like, what he says and what he does, right? Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. yeah.
0: He in and, yeah. and and even as you know, the fan watching, you're at a certain point, you're like, okay, it's time for to put Jokic back in. It's time to put Jokic <laughs> back in. And Malone also feels that and, and always puts Jokic back in when it's time.
3: Last – or two more for you, um, second to last one. Over or under 19 points per game for Jamal Murray. It's what he's averaging on the season. So is he going to average a little bit
0: more this month? Oh, I'm going to take under. Oh, wow. We're officially, we're now naming you
4: downvote. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a downvote segment. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't think like – I don't – he just doesn't <laughs> – any healthier to me than he was a week ago you didn't see how happy he was today no No, but then harrison said to you was it nice to have a day off and he goes i feel i i feel the exact same translation (laughs) i still feel terrible (laughs) i don't i don't i think he's like of course good enough to score more than 19 in the month but he just seems banged up to me he is banged up i'm going
0: over baby i'm going big time over we are seeing we're we are ready he's calling it we're we're ready to see Jamal. The ascension of Jamal Murray. <laughs> we're ready, baby. It's time. I'm the telling ascension you, ascension like, is back. <laughs> it's I we're not going to see like a massive bubble ascension, but we're going to see a return to competent number 2 Jamal Murray to play alongside Nikola Jokic. We're going to see a little two-man game coming to play again. We haven't really seen that uh its fallen out of fashion for for some reason I don't really understand why, but it's coming back and Jamal Murray, you know, I'd say he scores 20 points
1: a game.
3: (laughs) No, I'm taking the over as well, and I'm taking the way over. I think this three day rest is going to have done him well. I think the rhythm of the every other day schedule is going to do him well. Some lighter opponents, maybe. Um, I, I think that Jamal gets his footing under this month. Um, I still believe her. I still believe her. Um, last one here who will play the biggest role? Actually, rank these for me. I'll let you go first. Okay. Bull Bull, Zeke Najee, RJ Hampton, Isaiah Hartenstein. Who's gonna be mo- have more of an impact on this month? And from order from most to least. Oh.
4: <laughs> Isaiah Hartenstein won? Okay. Is that a hot take? Uh, R- it's RJ- weird that he hasn't
0: been in the rotation at <laughs> any the, capacity. Yeah, the, like the notorious DNP.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And then RJ. Wow. And then Bull and then Najee. I don't think Najee's going to play unless it's full on break glass. There's an emergency, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already seen them experiment with Bull. It's not that they think he's ready to go now. They're just not afraid to try it. Mm-hmm. RJ clearly has is entered Malone's sort of outer circle of trust, which is I think has been a fun little development. So, if you're going to look to get Millsap some rest, in theory you need another big in the rotation. You're looking to try to get Hartenstein back in there eventually. So. I think, I think he comes into play and is a factor this month.
0: Yeah. For me, for me, the number one is RJ. I feel mm. like he's the most natural replacement to both Gary and, uh, yeah. DJ. Um, so, cause we haven't seen a game since Gary's been out. Right. So we don't quite know what that's going to look like. Um, Hartenstein. I mean, that that makes Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Uh, it makes sense because we've seen him play uh, mm-hmm. before, we, which is different than Bowl Bowl or Zeke Nashi. Like Bowl Bowl has been just like a, a weird little sideshow thing that's happened every now and again. you are like, whoa, Bowl. That seems crazy. It's, I just have a hard time imagining Michael Malone putting him into meaningful time during the basketball game just because he just has displayed absolutely no faith in him at any level. Um and yeah, they we were, started him. They started they, they him did up. and he did well. Like I, I'm not saying that this is how I would handle it. I'm just I'm just I'm all of my prediction I'm just trying to predict the, what the man would do. Like right, I, right. I, I uh and then Zeke Naji. I you're you're exactly right. Like he is strictly garbage time and full emergency use at this point. So why didn't Zeke Naji play tomorrow?
3: I feel like Zeke would be an interesting one to throw out against LeBron. I mean, for a couple of reasons. One, there's no way LeBron had scouted Zeke Naji. But also, like this is part of the appeal of like, hey, we want to get him out there. And I'm being serious about this. There's first of all the options as currently stand. Let's just make sure there's no clear options. There's Will Barton, way like 50 pounds light. There's uh, Mike Michael Porter, who's also 50 pounds light and just like that, you know doesn't know what he's doing quite yet. Jamichael Green is not like going to guard him, plus, need somebody to guard Anthony Davis. There's no good options, they're actually all bad. So, part of me wonders, look, when they Nuggets played Kevin Durant, they threw Bull Bull out there. Why not try? You don't have a good option. Why not try and say, Hey, Zeke, let's, let's see what he's got out there and put him there? I, I could at least see it. Um, but my order, Hartenstein for me is number one. I think Bull is number two. I think RJ kind of had his chance. One mm. was unimpressive, but it's just like, Hey, let's put you out there. If you shine, we'll keep going. If not, You've already got Jamal Murray. You've got Monte Morris, Facundo Campazzo, Will Barton. That's your four guard rotation. Might have minutes that are opened up for Bulbul and Isaiah Hartenstein and Zeke Najee even a little bit behind him. And so I would I would put my order would have Zeke three and RJ and RJ behind that. Um, yeah. Also PJ Dozier maybe back sometime soon that shores up another one of those guard spots. So that's that's kind of that's kind of how I go.
0: I honestly I'm serious. I wouldn't mind seeing. Zig Nagy tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you're not asking us what we would do. Like, you're asking what we think Michael Malone will do. So, I. Zig Nagy
3: is the player who, most when everybody's healthy, has a role that Denver could use. Not saying they would use it, but a role that they could use. And that he can guard the perimeter. That's like his number. It's funny because we're talking about like R.J. Hampton. What he just does out there right now is hustle and rebound. Those are not the things he's known for, although he can bring it. But Zeke Nagy, if you told him, hey, we just need your defense. We don't need anything else, but we need 10 minutes of defense from you every night. (laughs) might be able to do that. We might as well start finding out now. So I'm going to put a little money on that one. A little little Hail Mary, a little half-court heave, if you will, on Zeke Nagy. a couple
0: couple of half-court heaves out of here that would require a very stark – Personality shift for Michael Malone. You know, <laughs> things happen in this world, so we'll see.
3: Things do happen in this world. Thanks for riding with us today, guys. Going to be back tomorrow. The pregame show. If you haven't checked it out the pregame show, is a lot of fun. We open up the DraftKings Sportsbook app, who again is the presenting sponsor of this show, presenting the sponsor of that show as well, and we make our bets uh, based on you know what we think the game is going to happen. We'll probably have a guest on tomorrow. Maybe Anthony Irwin. Maybe we'll invite him into the show. I don't know. That could be weird. Uh, <laughs> and get the Lakers perspective. It's a lot of fun. And then, of course, the post-game show live from the hopefully winner's lounge tomorrow. We'll see everybody then.
4: We brought you Damn Good Beer, now we're delivering to you Damn Good Beef. Hassel Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table wagyu beef in the country. They're the official stake of the World Food Championships. The WFC is held in Dallas and has 1,500 chefs from 45 states and 20 countries competing for $350,000. Check out WAGU, check out HassleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's DNVR10 for 10% off any orders over $200. You receive free shipping. Check them out. We promise you will not be disappointed.